Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones Paolo Diccolo West Ham United We celebrate we stick together in defeat I'm proud of our history West Ham United More than just a podcast More than just a podcast Hello, good evening and welcome Sorry, that's not that one Good evening, good <laughs> afternoon or good morning This is more than just a podcast like your ducky frost. <laughs> Did you like that? Podcast. Podcast. Oh, you're a fucking bad, you? yeah, I know. Season, <laughs> season 11, episode 4. And the old gang's back in town. Obviously, the Boochies, being its international break, have decided to take a break themselves. Because they go, it's a football podcast, Sean. There's nothing to talk about in football. But that is where they're wrong. That is where they're wrong. With me tonight is, of course, um, Nigel. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed, watching a video of a dog scoring in Chile. Excellent. There we go. I'll say that again. I'm watching a video of a dog scoring a goal from Chile. Whatever that means. Quite a goal. Well, it, it, I mean, to be fair, I've seen Colton Cole score worse. Ooh. Cheeky. You quit um, every minute, yeah. Fucking hell, he knows how to make friends of Liverpool. I know, I know. Like Nigel. <laughs> Fucking yeah, hell. I, know. I always like him. True Furts. We'll get Coley on. I like him. Listen, I've got. Uh, the, 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 there's a, I can hear myself coming back and it's very off putting. Sort your levels out, son. Um, anyway, he. he um, you know, he had this habit of scoring shit goals. Now, a goal is a goal. It don't matter how it goes in. Yeah, and and if you're good at scoring shit goals, at least you're good at getting goals, isn't it? Just ignore the shit bit. But he, he was we've got to laugh. Week, call, calling oh, uh, mate. Yeah. West Ham it, bigger than Tottenham. That's really funny. Yeah. It is funny. The reason it's funny, because obviously it ain't true. <laughs> it is true. Anyway, uh, also <laughs> with us, Canning Town Lane. Now, where are you? What are you doing? Um, Doing another pod with you. Do you do a lot of other really. pods then? When you say another pod, do you do any other pods? No, I just, just the one. Come round so not you're not you're not like Ian Dale or Nigel Khan. How many pods have you been on in the last oh, seven God, days, no. Nigel? In the last seven days, yeah. Um, 
Do you include like Iron United or whatever yep, they want yep. to call themselves? Everything. Yeah. So I've been on a couple. Yeah. Actually, the one that came out, uh, the um, the, the podcast that came out, I was on for forty-five minutes talking about West Ham, was recorded four weeks ago. Wise man say. No, it wasn't Wise Man Say. I thought it you was... were on Wise Man Say. No, Wise Man Say is the Sunderland one um, that I do appear on now and again, but generally when West Ham plays Sunderland, which ain't been for a while. Okay, which one was it then? It's called Man uh, on the Post. I can see you struggling, Nigel. That's it. Man, man on the Post. On the Thank post. Man on the yeah. Post. Good. Man on the Post. Yeah. And of course, and it's not Irons United anymore. Keep with their brand. They're called West Ham Network now. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, the West Ham. That's sponsored by Manscaped. Anyway. Uh, well, okay. I'm not being funny, right? Manscaped are sponsoring everything. I noticed I know that they they're are. now sponsoring the West Ham is Why We Drink podcast. Yeah. Just to you be know, clear, just... right? Can, can we, can we uh, reveal how our sausages are made? Well, we turned it down, didn't we? We turned it down. Do you know why we turned it down, right? We turned it down? You never told me how much it was for. £45 well, pounds <laughs> to do a one-off. I thought... Hold up, hold up. My vote to turn it down was because I would feel funny about advertising something I don't use. Oh, and I ain't going to use money, it. Because once we split well, that five ways, we'd like get nine quid each and some, some products we might not use. So, yeah, but it ain't about the money for me. That's anyway, the thing. we're probably giving I, I, them If I'm going to advertise a product, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather advertise Carrot Glen Steel Spring Water that I sent a drink. All right, fair enough. Anyway, for me, I it was could about the money. draw. I could draw my hairy bollocks and raise more than forty five pounds. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> anyway, well, you got a picture of Russell already done, so there you are. Not only that, but, but guess what? They said to us, no they said to us, "This is our normal fee, but give us our lowest price you do it for." So they said, you know, a normal fee is forty five, you know, for our listeners and everything, and forty five quid. And so, God knows how much they're offering some of the other podcasts that have got lower readerships, uh, listenerships, than us. And then they went, but give us your lowest price to do one ad. But, oh, go away. Behave. We're not that desperate. We don't do it for the money. Anyway, um, I can't be asked to talk about international. I really can't, unless we're going to talk later about Declan Rice and his meme of throwing the cup and everything. I, I can't be asked to talk about internationals. So let's, let's talk about West Ham in the news. Um, let's talk, in fact, let's talk about transfers, because obviously we last recorded last week and the transfer window wasn't finished. So we'd done, if I remember right, and tell me if I'm wrong, Nigel and Len, we'd done the deal with um, Vastik. We've done the deal with... Uh, what did we do on... We hadn't done the deal with Crow, have we? Alex Crow. No? What time did we record last week? Monday, wasn't it? What time? That's a day. Well, Probably. transfer deadline day was Tuesday anyway. So or was it matter. Tuesday? That's a good point. Right. Oh, done. Good point. Well, well, well made. Well made. Well, well <laughs> made. What, what business did we do on transfer deadline day, Nigel? We did um, Crow, isn't it? Yeah, in it. And um, we done Vlasic. Vlasic. So Vlasic. About thirty million pounds worth of of. Um, Transfer fees. Yeah, so Vlasic was um, was twenty six million at thirty million euros, which is almost twenty six million in a transfer fee. Yeah, another eight million euros, seven million pound of add-ons, uh, mm. believed to be about I think it's on a five year contract, sixty six grand a week, not bad from what he was on before. 
Crow was uh, obviously another creation. Um, a, a trend. I, I understand the loan. Can thing I now. just point out? He's not another Croatian cool. because he's Czech. Czech. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, Vlasic is a Croatian. <laughs> You're right. Another Czech mate. You're right. Absolutely. Touche. Uh, another Czech Republic player uh, to the forte. Uh, three and a half million pounds, I understand, in uh, a loan fee. 12 million pound option, uh, obligation to buy. Based on appearances, don't know how many, but usually 15 or 20. Um, and £5 million of options. When you add that all up, um, you get to over £60, million pound in transfer fees. And if you add on the options, it gets you to £90 million quid. Not a bad transfer window after everybody, you know, as I spoke to someone at the club and they talked to me, the old cliches, hair and the tortoise and uh, what's the other one? All good things come to those who wait. Yeah. It was a good transfer window, wasn't it, boys? Yes. Yeah, it was. I'll jump in there. Um, it was a good transfer window. Again, I, 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 you, you could argue that Boyce has, has gone for what he felt would be quality over quantity and also... Um, he wanted players would be able to come into the first team, yeah, probably as soon as possible. Yeah. So therefore, you can. Own, it looks. It looks. It, it looks like we're continuing in the vein of Moyes is controlling who comes. And I'll come Not back so much to that the later. deals Absolutely. what we pay for. He turned down uh, Mikhailovich or whatever his name is, and went with Zuma, even though he was earning a, a pile. A week, um, hmm. you know, he Lingard turned us down, right? Let's be really clear. Lingard turned her back, didn't want to sign for us. You know, David Moyes did talk to him, did meet with him, did chat to him. He said, No, I understand his father is very controlling in his career. No, I'm gonna not sign, I'm gonna wait out my time on Man United. Apparently. You see how it is in, in January, but it might be too late. David Moyes might go, no, actually, don't want you anymore. Got enough, you know. No, but I think, to be fair to Lingard, I think after what he'd done with West Ham, you know, played really, I know it was against, you oh, know, and the Tinker Taylor and the candlestick makers, Butcher, the Baker, and, it didn't, they didn't and everybody I mean, it else in the postman. Even Carlton Cole could have scored two against them. I'm not sure about that. But anyway, I think it... it, it um, it shows in the day he did score two goals. The other players didn't, so he stepped up to the mark. Imagine uh, in January if he wanted to leave and West Ham wasn't asking for him, that there'll be a queue of clubs. You know, the Villas, Leeds, you know, yeah. well, I don't know about Leeds, man. Like, then they've put signed Daniel James. No doubt clubs would be looking to take him, whether it be on the loan. Or, you know, Man United will probably want to get something for him if he's not signing a new contract because he's only yeah. got a year left, hasn't he? Yeah, So absolutely. that's it this season. Len, what did you think the tra the end of the transfer window? Satisfactory, really. Yeah. Out of ten, um, a lot of, I, I gave it nine when I was on West Ham Network. I think uh, I'd give it an eight. Would. Yeah, eight or nine. What would you give it, um, Nigel? 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll give it probably a 7.5. Okay, all right. What, what was the best signing for you, Len? Mm. Zoom, I think. I hope so. I, I hope his knee don't give up, like we've heard the report. Oh, oh. That. I'm just saying. Oh, you're cheery, ain't you? Yeah, but I just hope. I mean, he's he's, he's managed it for five years, but I'm oh, quite excited. I'm quite, I said this on, on when we went on the transfer show last Tuesday. I'm quite excited about the whole thing, and... You know, I know the moaners will say, oh, you didn't sign Lingard. Well, he didn't want to come. Oh, you didn't sign a striker. David Moyes didn't want a striker. He wanted Tani Abraham. He's he's happy to keep, uh, well, maybe Vlasic. Goals coming from Vlasic. And Ben Rama. And Bowen. And Yarmolenko. You know, and we've got to remember, Yarmolenko stayed. Um, Lanzini stayed. Diop stayed. Uh, Bowen stayed. Um... And of course, Declan Rice stayed, and, and all those were rumoured to be going off elsewhere. So, and and sorry, Thomas Suchek as well, and Vladimir Sufal also stayed. So we didn't. The Kufa. only, the only, only player we let go, which I'll talk about, right on the eleventh hour, was um, Zanti Silva, twenty-four-year-old, who we bought for one and a half million euros, just over one point two million. Uh, he had another. 2.5 million euros of um, add-ons, which were never really paid out. So we didn't ever... I know a lot of people say we paid 3 million. We never really got to the full 3 million. We sold him for 200 grand uh, to Nottingham Forest on transfer deadline day. Um, David Moyes didn't think he would make the Premier League grade. He was affected since he had that bowel surgery. His career never really recovered because uh, it set him back too much. Um, and he would have left for free next season. So we we two hundred grand and a and a twenty five percent sell on clause. So you know, apart from him, and we sold obviously Philippe Anderson for two point seven million. Um, Babuana obviously released. Uh, we didn't we didn't lose anyone at all, did we? I mean, was that? Because nobody wanted some of the players who wanted to move well, on. Well, it's, it's a very good but when point. But when you sit there and claim, oh, well, we've kept Yarmolenko and we've kept Lanzini, <laughs> yeah, like, it's yeah, a bonus. No All right, so no bids came in. All right, there's a fair yeah, point. There's get a this fair right, point. yeah. The club were quite glad we moved them on. But the, the, the mad thing about it in that, on, on paper, a lot of people were claiming we had a light squad, yet now... You're thinking we've got well, a full squad actually, of 25, by the way. We've got a full squad got, of 25. It's not just a full squad of 25. We, you know, we've got these new players to come in. We've got great, we've got a fantastic team already. We've got the new players still to come in. Those players, or, or you know, other likes Lanzini and Malenko, you know, do have the ability to turn it on at times and have done for West Ham yeah. at times. So there's always that, that possibility, you know, it's. It'll be the, the big thing for me is let's see what he does in the League Cup because we could put out a backup team. If Man United put their backup team, I'd like to see. I think it'll be a good game of football. I think yeah. we'd win it. I, I, I'm in Moyes we trust, and, and I think you know we should have done this all along. You know, all the people, when we get onto this in a minute, that said, Oh, you know, the board are not paying because they're broke. Oh, the board are not paying because it's a takeover bid. Oh, 
there's a fallout between Moyes and the... You know, all speculation, all bollocks. They came through in the end, both the board and the manager. Um, that's that's David Sullivan's last one. Um, Rob Newman joins on the 22nd of September. So he's the new head of recruitment from Man City. He's been forced to wait out his time. So 22nd December he gets behind the desk. We've just recruited a new video, a top video analyst. And funny enough, he, he also, he's a top video analyst for Croatia national team. I think it's Mark Rohan, something like that. I would have to look up his name. He's a Scot that worked for Spurs and Southampton, many other clubs, but he's currently working for the Croatian national team. So I'm sure he helped um, with Lasic. Um, one of the best in the business. We've got David Moyes' son joining. We've got obviously several people in the scouting team and they're going to add to it so you know i'm told by senior source that's it david sullivan hangs up his as a rest now and hangs up his spurs to do deals he just signs the checks from now on and um you know there's been rumors one of the first deals rob newman may do is get that um eddie and i forget his second name the striker from uh arsenal for free possibly so, you know, could be petty, uh, that's him. Um, you know, let's see, let's see. New scouting department, everything's rosy. Um, which is why I can't say we're going to protest, but we'll talk about that later. Anything more on transfers, guys, before we move into the elephant on the room in the, in the takeover room? Well, do we have to talk about We do, why? we I'm, do have to I'll talk just about it. Right. I'm no. I'm putting my foot down. I'm not talking about it. All right, fine. You won't talk about can't it. I'm just, I'm just going to talk about what they I can't know. just say say things that they don't do and that All right. to attention. Right. I'm. I'm not going to. I could get stamping her feet at a party. All right. So all are. I'm going to say is, obviously there was a Sunday Times article. They looked at the background between, you know, this guy Brundle and Cleverly and. Some of the other people behind the bid. I'm not going to say the allegations. Look at the article in the Sunday Times or read the Clarence Hugh article that I wrote about the, the some of the backers. The interesting part for me, though, was a PAI spokesman did talk to the Sunday Times. And by the way, if you think the Sunday Times can be bought, you're wrong. You know, this wasn't a puff piece from the club. This is a Sunday Times investigative piece. So it wasn't a Daily Mirror piece. Yeah, exactly. Um, very good. Um, so they wrote it. They've done the good, really good research, and you no, know, it does make you ask new questions. But in it, they said we've put in a second bid. We prepared and we've submitted a second bid, and we uh, we think it's innovative. So I checked with several people in the club, including uh, the senior source, and they said we haven't got a bloody clue what they're on about. We've not had an approach. We've not had a bid. We don't consider the first approach a bid. We rejected the approach. It wasn't a bid. We never got any proof of funds. They never had data room access for two months. This is untrue. Um, and, and, and it's left me wondering. I went on Twitter, whether right or wrong, to when people... See, some of the people on Twitter are now saying that David Sullivan has verbally agreed a deal and the deal's going to go through. Bullshit. Misinformation. Bullshit. Um, I know there was a KUMB. What does the club? Huh? 
what David Sullivan's agreed to tell the club. Yeah, that's that's what was going around on KUMB. So there was a route, there's a thread in in the KUMB forum that some guy called Psycho was putting out reasons why. Make your mind up. Is he called Fred or Psycho? What's his name? Psycho, I think. All right. Um, Who's Fred? I don't know, Fred. A Fred. A Fred. A Fred in a. (laughs) You knew what I was talking about. Anyway. And said, oh, the reasons their goals are, one, to make the ground give more revenue. Well, that ain't going to happen. It costs £29 million. Yeah. It's got onerous contracts. It's not that easy. They bought in external contracts from the private sector. It's not easy to earn money. £29 deficit every year just from the stadium. You think that's going to give money. If anything, my concern is they separate it into a property company and a football club, and the football club may pay so, Hold up, hold up, hold up. And this company. is the thing... Now you're putting out sort of things sounding like I'm just like saying that's facts, my concern. But this is I'll your assumption. No, this is my opinion yeah. that I'm concerned that could happen. Well, don't mix your opinion up when all you're right, trying right, to right, criticise people with all facts. Right. Second one is that David Moyes to have complete control over footballing matters. Well, I think the last window has proved he's got complete control over football matters. So I don't really get that. And the third one was to keep um, Declan Rice. Well, I'm not sure you keep Declan Rice. It's it's quite well known he wants 200 grand or his representatives want 200 grand a week for him. The only clubs that are prepared to pay that are Chelsea, Man City, Man United and uh, Liverpool, right? And he wants Champions League football. Well, you might be able to pay 200 grand a week with new owners and they might be able to break the... Um, wage ceiling and that will cause problem with other players including parity clauses and all that but let's part that for the moment you can't guarantee him Champions League football and I think he really wants Champions League football most of us agree his days are numbered we kept him for this season I think he'd go next season most people believe that so trying to suggest that new owners would keep Declan Rice they would get more money from the ground and David Moyes would not be interfered with with footballing is baloney in my view and and I got fed up with it and that's why I wrote on Twitter I guarantee this won't happen because I know they've sold categorically no bids have been received even if they receive a bid from PIA no hold up sell. hold up and, and this sell. is the thing right? this, the, whether they sell or not or whatever but you go category no bids have been received yeah so you've been told and I believe them well, and that's not just one person. That's not me just talking to one person. That's talking me talking to a number of people in the club. They've decided. So they're all singing off the same interview. Well, they've decided. I, I trust some of them, and and you know, I I, I just don't think that. What, what benefit are they? Right? If they didn't want to tell me something, they didn't have to tell me. Why lie? Why lie and get caught out? Why not just say can't talk about that? It's confidential. That would be the easy thing to do. What would they gain? But this is a bit... I'm, and, and I know most people are bored with this, but this is my question. If the second bid hasn't been made, what is their game plan? What is PAI's game plan? What are they getting? Is this like the Sunday Times said? Is this some massive publicity stunt so we know who PAA Capital are that when they do something this? Is this a, a publicity stunt to get more investors that actually have got some money? Or is it or do they not, as someone said to me this morning, I don't think they know what they're, they're in game themselves. And, and just one last thing, and I'll, I'll bring both of you in. 
I submitted a Freedom of Information 20 days ago to the London Development Corporation asking them to have all emails and all minutes and all documents related to the meetings between PA Capital and LLDC, E20, etc. I got an email response back today to say that they needed another month, 20 days, to think about it because of what they call Section 45 commercial interests and they needed to consider the public interests. In other words, they're stalling, they don't want me to see what they've got. They've admitted they have got the information. They do hold the information I'm looking for, but they're not sure they want to give it to me, public interest. I tell you now, I will fight them on this. I will fight them. I will appeal their decision. I will go to the ICO if needed, and, and I will force them to release this information because it is in the public interest. I think it's an absolute shambles. And, and the only thing that I agree with Len is, why am I giving them more oxygen now? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I should stop. Uh, content, isn't it? Well, Len's put it says he doesn't want to talk about it. You get the last word. What's your view now after the Sunday Times article and their claim that they've sent out another bid? Look, from the start, I weren't sure about them. The way they went about things was, um, you know, chaotic. And, you know, I liken to going from Chippenfield to Jerry Cottle. Because that that's what it will be. I mean, I don't. We've not seen any plans, and the, and the one thing is, you know, I was hoping you tied down Tony Cottig because I want to know I will what made him change his mind. Week. I will tie him down. Yeah, I want to know what changed his mind. What it is that that they told him? Because and and I want to know. And the reason why the fans want to know is because if they can share it with Tony Cotty, why can't they share it with fans? I, and if they go, oh, it's confidential, NDAs have been signed, and then should they have shared it with Tony Cotty? And, and and these are the type of things that I, I, I want to... Can I be honest, and, and I hope this doesn't spoil the interview with Tony Cotty, I think uh, lots of people asked me on Twitter last night, are you calling Tony Cotty a liar? No, I'm not calling Tony Cotty a liar. He's, he's one of my... He's my hero from when I was growing up. But, yeah. but but he's been involved in every single takeover, right? There's no denying the likes of Pound Note, right? Nothing wrong with that. He didn't earn enough money from the career. I think he's easily led, if I'm honest with you. People, you know, he's not... Oh, accountant. I think you're being a bit arsed here. I think what it is... He's, is they've I shown think... him some, some a PowerPoint slide and go... You know, he well, you know. No, I think what it is, no, I think his no, ambition is to be involved in the management of the club i think he wants to be the if it's weird because when you look at abroad in germany germany like all the big football clubs generally will have ex-players helping to run the football club or in some of the clubs running the all right them, themselves would you have tony cotty running the football like, club he's, he's a good presenter and you know he's a good footballer would you have tony cotty running this football club what is like a chief executive yeah um, I wouldn't be adverse to it. Really? To seeing what how it goes. Why are you telling me? No, he's better than Brady. You know, if you're going to turn around and tell me, right, who would I rather have, Aaron Brady or Tony I'm Cotty? I'm not saying that. There's I'm no just fucking argument. I'm, I'm not being yeah. disrespectful. Don't care. And, and I would argue Cameron Brady not. ain't a business person. Well, she's too. a business person. What are you talking about? Yeah, Mother Care. Gone. Person, disappeared. 
Arcadia, gone, disappeared. Her business alumni reads like Udu of businesses 20 years ago that are now skint after she had All it right, on just, her toes. Just to qualify my comments, I'm not Birmingham saying, City I'm went not saying I wouldn't get a Brady left. because I would Brady out. I'm saying bring in a experienced football um, chief executive and not just a figurehead. It's the point I'm saying. Not against Tony Cotty. I'd say the same about bringing in Carlton Cole or Frank oh. McAvenny or any... It's not no, about... No, but Cotty... I think Cotty has had business dealings. Uh, you know, his dad was a businessman. You know, he would have had that knowledge. It ain't like he... You know, you say, you use Cole. Cole has not been involved in football management. Frank McAvenny... You know, Spurs as a playboy as well as a footballer. So obviously you're not going to go to him. But if you're going to tell me, would I trust Tony Cotty as the chief executive of West Ham United right, Football Trevor Club? Trevor Brookin then? Would you yes, bring in, I he was. Would you bring in Trevor Brookin as the chief executive? If Trevor wanted Trevor more than Cotty, because Trevor has run businesses he's had for years and years. I I think you shouldn't mix your heroes with who runs. Uh, the chief executive. I think Ambien them... into just because of Pyre as imaginary fucking cover bits. Look at the conversations getting into. I, mean, it's, I don't get this. I don't understand how they can grab so much of people's attention. Well, because because Push people out there and you're saying, well, who would you like as chief executive? Trevor Booking. This, you know, this and the other, it's fucking bollocks, isn't it? I just think it, you're right. In in some ways, it's dividing the sat fan base. Yeah, it is, lots of it. It is causing angst. It is not managing expectations because my view is there's no chance of this happening. I think for the GSB Out Brigade, they're holding on to this and hammers you. Hold up. And I'll big disagree with you there, Sean, because from what I'm seeing, a lot of people. That a GSB out are actually looking at it and going, I'm GSB out. I don't know. They don't talk, but to me, not so for you, them. You would know that more than me, to be honest. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, you know, my, I, I think I'm going to join Nick Killing and Gary Linter, where they go. I'm GSB meh. Yeah. <laughs> that's sort of. <laughs> well, that, you yeah? know what? That's fair. That would be the GSB meh. That means I don't give a toss about yeah, GSB. You know, actually. Yeah, I just want to go. Well, to actually, the B I do. The B can, yeah, the B can bugger off. Yeah, but Golden yeah. Sullivan, if they leave the running of the football club, to you know, if they brought in a chief executive, if they brought Tony Cotty and Brady with Tony Cotty, love it. Tony Cotty chief executive running the football club. They manage the, the 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 finances, keep a grip on the finances and, and whatever, and it runs then it is what it is. Because at the end of the day, my beef with them's over the move, but the move's happened. So if I get rid of them, what I wanted ain't coming back. So yeah. what happens? And that's why I'm not big fans of PAI. All right, so you're right. I've, I've given them enough oxygen and maybe I should stop. It is International Week. Well, so as, as, uh, no, I, I right. think it's right. Yeah, this, yeah, not... They're making themselves busy, aren't they? So I think it's right. But I think it's right for us to, to come McGuire, on and say... Kieran Maguire said, called them out and said, absolute bollocks that this has got anything. Why did they delay their so-called bid at transfer window? He said, that's not what businessmen do. Because they probably haven't lined the money up. Well, as I say, my view, not my opinion, but my view, uh, sorry, my information 
is no second bid or approach has been received as of Monday, 8 o'clock when we're recording this, on the, what is it, the 5th, 6th... The news, have PAI come out and said, right, right on their Twitter feed, no, they haven't, because I checked, but they, said but they it put on it on Sunday. their website. They put it on the Sunday. Hold up, and this is, but this is the thing, it's come out in the Sunday Times article, yeah, yeah. but it's not on their website, it's not on their Twitter so feed. So why did they say this it? Are you is, saying the Sunday Times? Well, no, but this is quote. what I'm saying is, well, no, but it highlights the car crash. Right. If PAI are looking at this... That it highlights a car crash, but because here's like the f- for fifth different medium where news has yeah, been leaked agree. about PAI that's not come from PAI. Well, here we go. They've got their own Twitter account. They've got their own Facebook, so they can oh. actually go. Uh, we we that is not our Sunday Times misquoted us. That is not correct. They saw my article. Yeah. I'm sure they could say we did do a bit, and here's the proof. Sean is wrong. Nothing. They seem to want to hide behind an NDA when it suits them. And my only concern about interviewing Tony Cotty is he doesn't know the full picture. If the questions I want to ask him is, did you actually, were you proved to see the proof of funds in a legal sense? How do you know they did a bid? These are questions that Tony Cotty won't know. They, w- they would have sold him a vision. They would have sold him a dream. They would have talked to him in general terms without going into details of money with funding, proof of funds proof of a bid none of these things tony would have seen so i'm i'm happy to interview him with you nigel but i know what the answers are going to be oh yeah but uh, the thing is is that he he does he's done arounds with these interviews and nobody's really tied him down no they haven't Uh, and 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 you know, I don't want to pick on Tony. I don't want to pick on Tony Cotty. But at the end of the day, though, the bloke has stuck his head above the yep, parapet. And, it, and he needs it, to and, be... And the fact is, he did stand in front of me uh, and a load of other people and say one thing, and then seven days later, did another. Well, I and, was... and I think those in that room are therefore entitled to think, what, uh, what no one said is, what's changed your mind? Because he's not said <laughs> what he's not said what PAI to get we've Tell all got our own idea what changed his why mind. Why you change your mind? <laughs> well, I, you know, I just that's what I want to know. And, and also another thing I would ask, and it's up to him. Thing, you know, it stood in front of me in 2014, and 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 defended the owners. He did, and yeah, and, and back move. And, and you know how I felt after it because a yeah. part of my love for Tony Cotty died that night. Yeah, you, you said, know, because like Tony, uh, Mark Noble when he uh, assaulted, not assaulted, yeah, really assaulted cool. that thing. Yeah, you know that was that was like that moment. And, and I remember Dan walking past him as he walked out, and I, I couldn't even bring myself to say hello to him. I just walked past him. He was standing on his own, and normally I like an or, or, or whatever. I just didn't want to talk to him because I thought it, 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 it turned up. And he he bought the the, the spin off for the club, yeah. and he, he he was acting as a front man. You know, you was there that night as I well. Was, yeah. You probably lapped it up, but and therefore you think well, you wanted me to trust you then, and I didn't. Why should I trust you now? Yeah, I'm going to quote two things. Apparently, Tony Cotty said, "This is Andy Austin, one of my great supporters on Twitter." To he be fair, you. loves you. Tony Cotty said to a live audience last week that they had been granted access to the data. Sean is saying he's lying. That's the point. Well, I'm not saying he's lying. I'm just saying he's he's taking for granted what he's told. 
And then Mark Harrison, another one of my fans on Twitter, said, just for the avoidance of doubt... So the club have not come out and denied that. Tony Cotty, for the avoidance of doubt, said, I think we will sell eventually. Over the next few weeks, there could be a few developments. He's suggesting that that, that David Sullivan will sell. I'm saying to you... Right, which is what I've been told. Let's use the word data room as an exact word. There's definitions of proof of funds. There's definitions of a bid. There's definitions of a data room. A data room would be that they have unfettered access to a room at the London Stadium or somewhere else where they would be able to look over all the um, accounts. Right? Now... I have been told they did not get, they claimed, and this is a claim they make, two months access to a data room. Whether there's plenty of accounts available um, online, right? They can have a look at all the accounts at the company's house, as anyone can. There are accounts available to shareholders. So if they approach someone like Trip Smith, Trip Smith has the ability to look at um, accounts as, as other shareholders. Uh, that is their right. Right, but they use the claim they got two months access to data room. I'm saying, not to my information, they didn't. It's not something you can hide, right? If you're dedicating a room two months, Nigel, don't believe it. Don't believe it. Especially along with, they say, only an approach, we rejected it, no bid, no proof of funds. To be clear, a bid means it's got to be backed up by a proof of funds. A proof of funds is a legal document, right, that shows that not just they've got funds, but they've got no charge on those funds. Those funds don't belong to anyone else or could be used for anything else. It's a very clear thing. And so we've ring-fenced these funds for purchasing West Ham. Not that we own shares in something else, because that's not their money, right? Or we've got investments that we do. I've challenged Philip Beard... To publish them either redacted or unredacted I've challenged Philip Beard privately to show the bid document I've challenged Philip Beard to show that they got permission via email or somewhere else to have access to the data room I say none of those things are true in the same, in the same way I say they had not made a second bid or a second approach I rest my case now uh, the pair of fucking finished talking about pie. Yeah. We have. End, Thank you. Oh, that's another 10 minutes of your life fucking wasted. Let's talk about, talking of that, let's talk about Hammers United then. Um, Hammers United have made an announcement, um, which hasn't gone down too well. You know, I try and stay balanced on this. I'm not a member of Hammers United. The same way I'm not a member of Wissa. But they were going to have a protest at the uh, Manchester United game. Uh, They've now moved it um, to the Brentford game, I think on Sunday the 2nd of October. I don't know the reason behind that. They talked to their AGM of 100 people, who overwhelmingly, apparently lots of variety of reasons were given at their AGM, or or, or answers, but they're saying they're backing, their number one priority is still Nuno ownership, and they think a protest is the way forward, and they ask their members to give them what what form that process should take the backlash on on social media and particularly twitter was quite astounding um you know when i've run it on clarence you i've i've not commented or gone one way or the other 
but but plenty of people on Twitter just think with a second in the league with the transfer we've just had is this the right time to to protest um Hamas United have replied and this. said yes it is it's the best time to protest when we're at that because it makes it about the owners and not about success on the um on on the pitch Len what's your view on Hammers United well I've, I've, I didn't know they got a bit of a backlash, but I did see that them say that it's the best time to protest because they want a, a fair number of who's willing to stand up in the good times. And I think it's quite a good idea because one way or the other, they're going to get an answer. Well, I, I think they're up against it. I mean, I've seen some people saying COVID would stop me coming out and... Other people are saying other things. Oh, I think they, they could, it, this I mean. could fall flat on their face, if I'm honest with you. Um, I'd, it, it depends. I mean, you've got to quant if what, what falling flat on your face represents to you, Sean, to be honest. Several hundred um, people turning up. Under 500 um, people would probably be found flat on their face, considering they've got 17,000 members or whatever they... I mean, I'm toying members. with the idea of, of, of attending. Oh, are you, Nigel? Um, yeah, because at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, I would prefer the owners to leave. Yeah. And, and, and actually, I think Andy says it well when he says, if this is about results, don't come and march. Um, obviously, for me, it ain't about results. It's about one thing, uh, the, the move. And, and you think, actually, I can't sit here and keep going, oh, I want GSB out, GSB out, mm -hmm. GSB out. And, and, and I don't see the march as pie in. If if, if it was a march in support of PAI, sorry, but, I, you know, I wouldn't be there. But it's not, and this is the way I think you can be GSB out and, and say to them, look, you need to seriously think about selling the club. Not necessarily the PAI, but if you actively put the club up for sale, other more bidders may show their face. You know, Sean, aren't you, in aren't you interested in seeing any people who are going to think that way? I will be there skulking around the outside hiding behind Noel Bill with their little candles going one two yeah you'll be there don't worry you'll be there with his little notebook his little journalist high vi on but what my question is does this turn into and I'm trying to be neutral does this just turn into a like a Venger out campaign does this turn into the kind of protest to get Mike Ashley out, which have done nothing, by the way, and achieved nothing no. um, at, at Newcastle. No, because Does it just they, become a background never... hum that, you know, are they going to no, listen? Because I, and I, no, because what it, is, it ain't about the thing is, and this is the thing, yeah. You've got to have an aim, first you? You've process, got to have an aim that actually up. is achievable. Look at this. Two giant fucking spiders hiding in my bookcase. Oh. Jesus H. Christ. Anyway... They're dancing around each other. God knows what's happening. The woman's about to eat the geezer by the looks of it. Um, back into the real world, though. Yeah. The thing about it is, as well, is if they march, results are bad. People will go, oh, it's always a bit of a... So I fully understand what they're organising this march now to say, look, <coughs> they say about a march. It's a long-term thing. We still believe... And it is true. When you look at all the things that they've done... You know, you you can't ignore the first nine years of their ownership. Yeah, 
you can't ignore the, the, the things that they've done. Even to this day with the season ticket debacle and, and whatever. While I don't lay that squarely at Dave's door, Be careful I what you will wish. say, you know, no, what I will say is at the end of the day, they appointed the people they have to run the club. So actually, it's beholden on them to know what those people are doing in their name and bloody sold out or, or drag those people in and say, what the fucking hell are you lot playing at? Yeah? And so I do think, therefore, it's a legitimate thing to to, to, to have a march to say, look, and, and the thing is, a lot of people are saying they acknowledge the team's doing well. It's not about getting on the team's back. It's not about that. It's about saying to the owners, yes, clubs go in the right direction, but believe it or not, we still don't like you. Right. For right. that reason, I can see myself being... Right. Well done. Power to the people. Um, Len, will you be joining the march? I don't know yet, mate. All right, fair enough. I'll be I'll there, the behind this, you say, behind the Silver Commander. <laughs> Look, good luck. Look, we live in a democracy, and that's a great thing, right? Everyone has a right to demonstrate. Um, personally, I, I think won't be joining. Tactic. I don't think it's the right thing. But who am good. I? Well, I, I'm I doing, so, and this is the thing. I think people vote on their feet. Yeah, but I've seen people going, oh, why you go upset the club, blah, blah, blah. blah. Having a march like three hours or two hours before, or three hours probably before kickoff, how does that upset the club? Well, I, I agree with you on that. I, I believe it's a big gamble for them, and this could be met by absolute apathy. Maybe I'll be wrong. But Maybe I've, meet, I've hang on. judged it. Who's wrong. meeting with apathy, though? Who meets a protest? No, met I'm just who? saying, right? So here's, here's, here's the question, right? Everyone has yeah. busy lives. Everyone has busy weekends. Right, guys, uh, we need you to turn up, you know, two hours, be three hours before kickoff. I know that you're going to have to get out of bed earlier and miss some of your drinking, etc. I think a lot of people going, fuck that, you know. Uh, I, I don't well, like yeah, GSP, but get, I, I, you, I like you, my you bed and my drinking a bit more. Before. That's but what I mean know, by apathy. They're good, you know, the... But there'll be the, the wheat will separate from the chaff. Won't it? Yeah, the ones absolutely. That turn and, up. and that's and maybe and you should leave it there to say yeah. the wheat will suffer. And then, Let's see. and then they'll and then there's still a ship in the right direction. Yeah, we've a, done enough analysis. Crew that wants to go the same way. Is there anything else we want to discuss before we go to question time? Absolutely not. Okay, it's time for this. It's Facebook, Twitter, question time. Well, Nigel asks a question. Well, I hope he's asked a question. And um, we're trying to answer it as quickly as possible without dragging on, which we sometimes do. Right, so one hour ago, you'll be happy, Sean, I said international week, so you know what that means. Yep, there's no boochies. <laughs> but the rest of the gang are here. Question time is officially open for this week. First up, it's, uh, it's uh, Stelios Kiriaku. Uh, greetings from Benal Medina in Spain. He says he wants you to attempt to pronounce that, Sean, but I'll, I'll struggle with it still. Um, Where is I'm not it? being funny. Good, 
Benal Medina. Benal Medina. I can say that. Well, Gouge Kings, I've just told you how to say it, but yeah, you're yeah. reading it. Oh, yeah. Anyway, many people beginning to question if there's anything to actually put it about. Does, does the good season make up for 11 years? So it's a bit of a different question. Does the good season we've had make up for the 11 years of wrongs under its ownership? Well, some people have long memories, so probably no. But you don't see 11 years of wrongs anyway. No, well, I, I believe that you learn from your mistakes. And, and sometimes, uh, if you look at sales, and, uh, you know, obviously something that marketing and sales that Len knows about, you're only as good as your last three months' results, as they say in the business. Right? reputation doesn't mean anything you're only you know a salesman's only as good as their last three months results all right then there's one one repair damage well basically what it said was Hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I don't think so, really. But then again, we should just no, stop criticizing right, right. shit as well, so. Yeah. Right, next up, it's Steve Lines, who from now on we shall know as Cheeky. Uh, Steve Cheeky Lines. Right, Cheeky. Uh, I missed the right. Doggy Man's return Cheeky last line. week. So, <laughs> so, welcome back, Sean. Uh, great to have Stelios Kiriakou back on the pod too when he replaces the doggy man. Why am I uh, the doggy man? I was chatting. Well, obviously, Sean, uh, we don't want to bring up what we spoke about on the previous podcast. Uh, I was chatting all your private life, to be honest. I was chatting to a mate. Well, I wasn't, but Steve Cheeky Lines was. I was chatting to a mate at work good fan and we got talking about how they never really got the last game to say a proper goodbye to griffin park how would you feel if covid had stopped us getting that love magic night at the bowling uh cheers as always for the amazing effort you guys put in every week we appreciate it brady out brady out question it it would have been a bit sad uh, but you have your memories and my best memory is not of that last night. It's it's of other nights that were more special. So I'd still have that. I, I thought the last night was a bit of a damp squib. I thought the the club sort of cocked it up and it was a bit forced with the company rejects and stuff. And the fireworks and the sound system that didn't really work. Beating Man United was, was prize enough, to be honest. But weren't that so stam? Yeah, yeah, it was so stam. But you know what I'm saying? There you go. I, I don't actually put down my final goodbyes that night. I, I sort of... No, I think I would have been like gutted. You did the if, lily if, shot. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, naturally, they turned to the famous people that, you know... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. B. Westwood and Ben Shepard and all that, they were always going to do that because they were always dazzled by people like that. I said my goodbyes um, throughout the season, really. You know, I went you know, and stayed at good. that hotel and overnight and stuff like that. You know, some just small things and well, as a member of the Farewell to Bowling Committee, I suppose I got to around and say, <laughs> yeah, you were. I don't think it was that bad. But I would like to point out, we didn't really discuss things like that. No. <laughs> which, was, which sort of quite surprised me that we had three meetings, the fair, three or four meetings of the Farewell Bowling Committee. I was on another and, committee, but I can't remember what it was. Well, oh, kidding, you was on go. boring. There you go. <laughs> Oh, yeah, London oh, Stadium, that's it. London Stadium, yes, that's it. I, I mean, my claim to fame is the fact that it was my idea for T-shirts. Yeah, it so, was, yeah. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, there you go. So, there you go. That and, the, and that and the ballot. I've done well, haven't I? I've yeah, done better than some, yeah, to be was, fair. Ballot, that idea of your ballot has actually uh, that's remained. That's a great one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's still going. There you go. Yeah. One man whistle. Dear, oh, dear. Anyway, it's the Colonel up next. Paul Sanders. Evening, you all, he says. I'd like to know what you think about the plan protest before Brentford. I thought it was before the Man United game. Am I going to be anyone marching no, before Brentford? Yeah, United? but didn't you hear what Is I it? just said? You obviously didn't listen. They've moved it from Man United oh, well. to Brentford. Did you switch off then? Uh, I went to shut my door because I switched my light and I didn't oh, want the missus coming in and biting me like that. Oh, have you finished the kitchen? Uh, uh, we'll come to that. Oh, anyway, okay, good or bad, no. well-timed or not. What's the point? Brady out! Brady out. Uh, next up, it's old Dylan himself, the Welsh wizard of Marion Williams. Uh, firstly, he wants an apology from the bald sturge after his personal attack last week. Uh, Marion's never thrown a bottle in my life. For him to suggest I conduct a criminal act is simple. Who suggested that? You did. You did suggested I? he threw a bottle. Yes, you did. Did I? No. Yeah, we can go back and listen. I apologise. Anyway, ah. You ready? On the subject of contacts, 
bit racist, but anyway, I'll let it go. Uh, despite contacting the club regarding risk to health and safety in attending London Stadium, this has seemingly been ignored. Ben's not answering his emails. I'm Let me talk shot. to Ben. Sorry, uh, to be yeah. fair, Marion, you did send me a private um, message with what you sent the club. Let me give Ben a call and uh, yeah, I'll, give I'll him a nudge. Yeah. I'll give him a little nudge, little 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 love. Love cat. Is that the right yeah, word? Is that the right? Well, word? in your world, possibly. <laughs> yes, yes. Is that what you do? Call it when you get in the hot tub. Is it? Uh, what are your thoughts on the club's failure to honour yet again the original promised supporters at being point seven to make coming to games an enjoyable experience and point ten to listen to the supporters? The only thing I would point out, uh, if Geordie Ben is listening, which I very much doubt, why are Geordie, uh, is that uh, if you do answer once Sean gives you a tap, uh, shame on you because you shouldn't have took that. You should have answered the bloke's email. Uh, if he felt concerned, send it to you. Unless, of course, you're not the stadium manager anywhere. Ben. He's actually mm. the COO, the chief um, operating, operating officer. officer. Oh, right. Is he not in charge of the bar anymore? No, he's the chief oh. operating officer. No. He's in oh, charge okay. of the stadium. Yeah, okay. Well, then it's for him to bloody answer the email. He's all right handing out three-year banning banning notes, isn't he? I and doing shit like that. I'm sure it, it just it won't mm. be because I spoke to him. It will just be it, it got lost, and I'm just going to refocus Ben's mind onto the email he received. As uh, I finishes up ticketing issues. Yes, <laughs> like Alice yeah. sent to us. So he follows no, it up with no it. news. Let's have a carry on. <laughs> Oh, I was no say, Nigel enjoyed being a bit judgy from time to time, and then I thought about it. More than it was all the fucking time, really. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no news on fans going on a European tour. I think you jumped the gun there. Well, a, a supporters group called Fans Supporting Europe um, have announced that FIFA are going to change their mind and allow fans in. Yeah. Subject to um, local country rules still being adhered to, therefore Belgium not allowing British fans in. Well, you say that. Or is that a change now? Well, there are ways that you as a fan could go to Belgium. You've just got, as long as you're double vaccinated and you follow the rules. What are the rules? So the rules are... Uh, you've got to have a certain number of tests. It would be expensive. You've got to have a test before you go. You've got to get a test when you arrive. Um, you're supposed to have another test on seven days, but if you return before, then you don't. You have a test when you get back again. So it won't be cheap, you know, and you have to be double vaccinated, but there would be ways to get to Belgium legally. Uh, the one I want is, is must admit, is, is Zagreb's turned up too early for me. I've got too much work on. Um, Belgium, I don't know. Would the I mean, you think Belgium's newer than Scotland? To be honest, so it's driver style straight there. I mean, someone said to me on, yeah. on one of the group, you know, it's the same to drive to Belgium is the same to drive to Liverpool. Yes, yeah, I I have actually drove to Belgium, not to Genk because that's the other side, but I've, I've drove um, into uh, a club order from got the ferry to Calais and then. Over, over the board. They've got lovely beaches in Belgium along the coast there uh, before you get to Ostend. There's a lovely place called Dupin. 
D-U space pan, P-A-N. You'd love it. They'd do all the muscles and all that in the pot and the old... Waffles and chocolate. Anyway, yeah, you know when we drift, yeah, yeah. when we drift on questions... Yeah. Chip to mayonnaise, mate. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I, I really we're got drifting. into it We're there. drifting. Uh, anyway, uh, so Mary, to answer your question, looks like fans are going... Uh, Nicholas Harvey, hey up, he says, uh, it's Yorkshire. Uh, AI, sure. Uh, AI Nick Harvey, yeah. as we like to call him. Uh, Braid out, he says, uh, evening, gentlemen. Hopefully, without the boochies, we might have uh, a two-hour podcast. Not sure with... Um, but we'll put that theory to the test. We weren't going to mention that, was we? Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, what the hell happened in the transfer window? The man who signed Jordan Ukill has now signed Bowen, Suchet, Kufal, Benrama, Dawson, Ariola, Zuma, Vlasic and Kroll. That's, you know, some good signings there, isn't it? In the last year and a half. Net transfer, and I sent this to you and I did an article. Yes, you did. Eighty-seven. Yeah, million pounds and that's that yeah. uh, there's no add-ons on that you'd agree with no. that figure wouldn't you yeah, yeah no yeah i did yeah you I said did. 85 didn't you Shawnee? well we're, we're talking about 85 and and you're right with add-ons yeah. it, it did go over 85 so yeah i was proved right <sighs> you yeah, were Shawnee. you gave us such a good boy well done yeah fucking uh, hell oh, no, well <laughs> done. <laughs> even though you all told me off for saying it and Upsetting the fans and everything. No, I went over 85, right? Because you massaged the figures with add-ons, wages, agents. No, 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 no wages. No wages. Who supplied the sandwiches at the hotel when they oi, were oi, having oi, the oi, meetings oi. and all fees, shit like that? Loan yeah. fees. Yeah. Transfer fees and add-ons. No, in that price is no agent fees, no wages. So don't, you know, it only gets to 135 million if we include wages and agent fees. All right. Next up. We've got uh, Nick then follows it up with his big question. With Rob Newman due to start soon as head recruitment, as Sean feeling now the biggest ingredient in seat sauce will no longer be involved in transfer things. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think... Do you think... Do you think... I'm not going to get information. What do you think? Oh, dear. I ain't going to say. Yeah, Don't talk about sausages are made, Sean. Well, do you know what? It doesn't always... Here's the funny thing. It doesn't always come from one source. You know, agents talk. Journalists talk. Other club people talk. Even David Moyes talks. You know, it's it's almost impossible to keep things secret. Let's see. Let's see. Judge me after January. All right. All right. We'll see. All right. Next up, it's, uh, Sam Ferrari again. She's just oh. now with two hashtags. Hashtag not quite finished. Hashtag kitchen gate. Do you, do you know what? We've been in. talking, me and your wife. It's so coming okay. along. Yeah, I know. You, now, whatever. She asked I knew coming to my D- daughter's wedding was mistake. Uh, she uh, asked me what my um, DIY skills were like, and I said they're not very good, but I am a finisher completer, which yeah. I always finish what I start out to do. It might not be the best detail. But uh, actually, my daughter's give me a thank you card for you and John, which I... I 
don't know if it's right. I may share it publicly or not because the way she wrote it out sounds like you and John. A couple. Well, we did a write couple. in our in our card to your daughter. We wrote not a couple. Oh, right. well, she's there not put. <laughs> she's not put. Dear Sean and John, mm. not a couple. She just put. Dear Sean and John. Oh, you take chuckle, your time is what she put. Yeah. Take your time, don't let him rush you anything. Anyway, uh, poor old Sam in a kitchen. We, 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 we want to know about Kitchen Gate. Um, I might call this thing Kitchen Gate, actually. Oh, right. Well, well, I think we should call it putting the theory to the test, but I don't want to upset you. Next up, it's Dodsey. No, you don't do you. It's uh, a Dodsey's got top fan listed. I don't know what yeah. Facebook's doing. Yeah. Top fan. Um, Dodsey, top fan? Dodsey's top yeah, fan. Well, he, he, every week, isn't he? He's there like a fan, isn't he? Facebook, while some babe, he may be. Oh, dear. He's, well, he's been getting busy golf. Oh, a golf day coming up, people, in October, if anyone's interested. Uh, Finalised this week. Uh, all right, my anthems. Al Hughes for charity. Al Hughes doing. Uh, did Nigel get on the Titanic today? No, I've got on a Thames Clipper. Thank you very much. Uh, don't go to the Slug and let it's a Waterloo, because their fucking service is shit. But anyway, I digress. Oh, a Slug uh, and Lettuce in Waterloo? Outside Waterloo, it must be. No, uh, well, it's by the London Eye. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't consider that Waterloo. Yeah. That's South Bank, mate. Well, all right. Sorry. To South, South Bank. Bank. You know. Anyway... It, it ain't as good as it used to be when I used to drink in there. Let's put it like that. Um, but we, I got the cable car over, got the Thames Clipper up the river. We ended up at the land and I thought we'd have something to eat and jump back on the boat back. And it was shockingly bad. Damn. But what anyway. Was this, was this romance with your... Uh, today. You and your no, missus? it was me, my missus, my father-in-law and the boy. little bit of research for me. Could have finished took, the kitchen in film. that time. Well, the, the kitchen is snagging. I'm on snagging. Oh, yeah. So all oh, it's on, okay. snagging. So I did, you know, my plus socket this weekend and I did something else. What else? I did two things that I did Sunday. It, it, it progresses. I'm going through my snag list. Uh, so no, right. He said, Carlos Tevez is up for free transfer, as I did advertise. Yeah, right. uh, would you take him for a season? No. 37? No. No? You wouldn't take him? No. All day oh, actually, long, no, actually, I oh. would, and I, I thought about this, and I wrote about this. I would you take think, him... Oh, you just went, no. Well, all right, let me tell you on what conditions I would take him. I would take him on a free mm. transfer with yeah. zero wages, right? Yeah. At £150,000 a goal. Right. So if he would accept those terms... And show it's not amount of money. He really loved the club and he wanted to return. No wages whatsoever. If you play, you score, you get £150,000. No limit, no upper limit. £150,000 for every goal you score. Score as many goals as you want, matey. Yeah, what I'll if he sets him. a goal up? Sorry? What if he assists? Oh, let's give him 75. What if it's half an assist? Nah, nothing. Zero. Nip, nothing. nothing. Oh, Nada. Nothing. Would um, you? Which ex... Would you? Yeah, all day long. How much would we pay him? I'd, I'd give him 60, 70 grand a week. 37-year-old, you'd give 
60, 70 grand a week. For one season? Yeah. Yeah, I would. For Carlos Tevez, all day long. All long. Okay. This is you two tonight, ain't ya? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, any ex lend that you'd take back this season? Dodsy says Sam Byram from Norwich. Oh, you're having a lot. Still playing, Dodsie. he meant, didn't he? Yeah. That's still yeah. playing. That's mm. still playing. Thankfully, it rules Colton Colton. Talking of that, did you, West Brom, old uh, Robert Snodgrass on the bench, did you see what happened to uh, um, Grady Digana? So since selling him for 18 million, I will say, uh, David Sullivan was right. On hindsight, great bit of business. He's struggling to get a game, even in the championship. He's, if you look, I think he's stuck uh, five games. He's come on as a substitute. He missed one game. He's come on as a substitute for three of those games. I think he only has played all 90 minutes once. Um, he gets substituted off after like 55 minutes. And he got substituted off last week. He hasn't scored a goal, by the way. He scored one goal last season in the in the Premier League, 21 appearances. This season, nothing as he steps down to the Championship. Who was he replaced? Yeah, start for 10, Nigel. Who was he replaced for on the 57th minute last weekend? Sorry, I sunk right out there. Who was you talking about? A Grady Diagana, who, who's not really done very well after being sold. Got got Snodgrass probably coming no, for him. No, try again. Oh, right. Kevin Keane. No. Oh. Kevin Keane plays you for the Packers. You don't Baggies. know the players. You don't know the um, players, Sean. It's West Ham. Oh. It was Georgian Hugel. He replaced Georgian Hugel. Oh, for West Brom now. He, Georgian. He, Jordan, 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 Jordan Hugel Jordan came on. Hugel. He, do you know what? Here you go. We sold Jordan Hugel for three million pounds to Norwich City. That they think he's so much of a Premier League player, they loaned him for the whole season to the Baggies. Didn't bring him up to the Premier, back to the Premier League with them. And you made uh, your point, Sean. And he, yeah, you sorry, I'll point. move on. And and yeah, he replaced uh, Diagana. So David Sullivan's proved right. The same with Ngakia. I got told Ngakia. Also, he's not ripping up trees in Watford, struggling to get games. Um, you know, we settled out of court in January last year, uh, only for, you know, a few hundred grand or whatever. It's, it's six-figure all I know, but it's confidential. You know, where are they now? Sorry, I digress. Move on. Fucking no. So what he means, Richard, is basically no one that we regret selling is out there. Yeah. But he had a long way to go about it. Yeah, I did go. You know what he's that. like. I can't wait to see his week on Twitter. I'm sure he's going to be really, really appreciated this week. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the funny own. thing about it is the fact that there's no really decent West Ham players out there that we've sold. Yeah, that we would that we could think, you know what, I would have back or whatever. It, it, it's, it could no be looked as a twofold testament. Yeah, the fact is that we've produced no one under Golden yeah. Sullivan's ownership that any clubs wanted to bloody buy and pay us big money for. So actually, that's a failure yeah. of Except the ownership. Except when Declan Rice leaves. Well, there you go. Uh, were you disappointed that we sold Silver to Forest? No. No. And Len? Yes, mate. Brady out. Brady out. Brady out. Right. Ziggy Stardust, another top fan. Hello, Dave. 
He's, uh, he's nice picture with his dog there. Looks like your dog, Sean, to be honest. You could uh, go dogging with Dave Jones there if you wanted. Uh, evening all. Uh, following on from the discussion on barcodes, he's not talking about Newcastle people, and QR codes, season tickets he's talking about. Surely the readers at the London Stadium aren't clever enough to know if a code has already been used on a different reader. Well, I yeah, bet it's a different. Yeah, it should they be. They do. They do, I've not tested it. No, when I, I worked with barcodes and QR codes on public transport, we had major issues with fraud and people using them over as well as screenshots. Uh, this could mean that far more people can end and have legitimate tickets. No. Brian, yeah, I don't in think one. Brady actually. L- let me tell you yeah. now. When, one, I can tell you, Sean, what it's called. It's called anti-passback. Yeah. It, it's a technology in security systems that basically, when the when the card goes in, it cannot come in again. Yeah. It has to go out first. And it's fundamental. And I mean, even same yeah. thing works. And it'll be reset every game. So they reset it every game. Yeah. So once you go in, and uh, for that day, you won't be able to get back in again using yeah. that code. Yeah, I know that's true because I went in once and then tried to come in again and there was let out and exit and tried to yeah. come in and it, it doesn't allow you. No, it do not Yeah. Uh, uh, but if you'd have badged out, then you, you could have come back in. But obviously, we ain't got no out badges. No, we haven't. Yeah? That's how that technology works. Yeah. Uh, Jason Backhouse, a new name. Oh. Welcome, Jason. Uh, I believe it's your first Backhouse. one. Backhouse. I haven't heard the name before. No, I've not. Backhouse. Backhouse. Yeah, uh, we called that the, the the kitchen as a kid, um, or the, or the bathroom. Was it the back of the house? To be fair. Uh, evening, gents. What's the news on away fans for Europa League games? You can't find an answer anywhere online. Well, UEFA haven't physically come out. Or before the podcast, which was at seven o'clock tonight on. Monday, I did check the UEFA website, they've said nothing. But there is a fans group called Fan Supporters of Europe, who are very big on Twitter, who I follow, and they've been trying to pressurise UEFA on this. And it seems like they are claiming victory and saying that UEFA will announce that uh, away fans will be and and they will reverse their initial blocking of any travelling away fans subject to the current rules of that country being adhered to though so if a country says you can't come in you can't go in Jason fancies it I reckon fancies a little trip Uh, well don't we all realistically right who's next up Gary Prince says, looking at the three away Europa matches, logistically, which is the easiest and cheapest to attend? What is the point of these World Cup qualifying matches with just a stroll for England? And who is going Southampton away? Uh, Did you get lucky in the ballot, Sean? Do you know what? I never applied for uh, Southampton away, but I'm a little bit gutted I didn't now. uh, Because I think I've got to go to a gin festival. Um, A gym festival? You joined a gym? Gin. Gin. Jim, do want to go? Someone told me last night about a rum festival. I want to go to a rum festival. Um, well, you run as well, as well as going to the gym. 
No, I'm not going to Southampton, but I wish I was. I wasn't lucky oh. in the ballot. And I like Croatia. Um, I've been there quite a bit. Uh, it's really cheap to stay, to fly, to eat. It's a green country as it stands at the moment. So you don't have to do as much testing. Uh, it's a quick flight. So I, I would say when, you know, Belgium's quite expensive. Austria's not, is quite expensive as well. So Croatia, all day long. You like a treble gin? Do you like a large one? Treble double gin? Yeah. I'm not a drinker. So I've heard that apparently, Sean, when you was in the queue, yeah. Uh, and God was giving out chins. You thought he said gin and no, said, no, can I, I have a double? Gin. Let me tell you a story, funny story. Um, well, it's not that funny. Um, I, when, no. as a youngster, I went to Hampton Court Maze with a young American girl and we deliberately got lost in the maze and we drunk a whole bottle of Gordon's Gin Neat and uh, I was very ill. And something's running the family then. Some, but anyway, since then, <laughs> since then, um, I I don't even like the smell of gin. Um, I mean, oh, right. I, yeah, I'm not a gin person at all. Do you know? You must have a drink that you, the smell of it. You go, no, bad experience when you're young. No, I get over a lot of things when it comes to booze. Apparently, did you did you see this? Just going back to um, Declan Rice. Declan Rice has never had a beer. You see that in his interview. Yeah, nor nor did Dev and um, nor did Ray either. Ray didn't drink. He's not a drinker. He's not. It's not just beer. He doesn't drink. He's he's a drinker. As did Ray and Dev. All right. You know. Oh really? Both of them are not drinkers at all. play for the club. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Again, we've digressed. Gym festivals, yeah. beers. Uh, Paul Turner says, Nigel, going, he's been ringing me. I've been really busy today, Paul. Been on a family day and I got back just in time to do the podcast. He says, Nigel, I'm going to Southampton if you want to jump in the car. Oh, nice. I will be in is touch. There is two Paul of us, Turner? though, Paul. Or the other Paul that Turner. Is DJ Paul Turner. No, yeah. DJ Paul, not Whistle Paul Turner. No. All right. Okay. Uh, Should we tell? No, we can't tell. Well, can we? No. Uh, next up, Adam Levitt. Len, he says, Hello, son. Do, keep doing what you do with the season ticket cards. Uh, wicked job, lads. And Sean, would you still move to the London Stadium knowing what you know now about the ground? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Of course you would. Yeah. Silly question, lad. You knew what the answer is. Would um, you? What, move? Yeah. Well, of course I bloody wouldn't. No. Len? Of course I wouldn't. You fucking lunatic. So hang on a minute. You're left with no investment and... Fuck I, off. I bet there's a proviso. What, what are you talking about? No investment. What, what, Everything I that bet, we've done so far could have we been could have done, done now. Park. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nothing. So, so hang on a minute. There's a proviso. It's one of these magic things. Uh, as long as we developed into a 50,000 stadium within the current football. No, 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 no. We could we could either stayed at the 35,000 or up it to the 40,000, yeah. But everything we have achieved in the London Stadium, let's get it, not a lot, Sean. All right, all right, yeah. So yeah. Everything we, stayed... we achieved, we could have done, every season we've had here could have been done the same at the bowling ground. So we stay at the London Nothing Stadium different. without any change. Sorry, we stay at the bowling ground without any changes to the stands or the catering or the transport. Yep. You yep. Would, we, we stay at 35,000 compared to yep. the 66,000 yeah. we plan to go up to. 
we're yeah, we're planning, but we haven't got there. You yeah. would still... Better transport links. Yeah, you're yeah. right. That 20-minute walk is not better for a lot yeah. of people, Sean. But you know what? I don't do a 20-minute yeah. walk because I go to put in Mill Lane. It's not a 20-minute walk. It is with your short legs, son. Bit. You have to take more steps than the rest of us. Come back, no cue to tube, and burgers a quid. I'm still Take a London stadium boy. Take me back. And I think other people would be. Oh, yeah. uh, well, we'll 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 cover that another day. Because I I'll tell you what, I bet you if you gave people an option, um, knowing what we do a poll, shall we? The next. Well, why break. not? Yeah, why not? It's only in October, so. Yeah. Uh, but that's the end. Oh, hold up, oh, dear, oh, dear. That's the end of Facebook. We've done Twitter. The Twitter RT are speaking. I don't know what they're saying. I could do no, with a quid burger right about now. Right about now. A bit now. cold, onions in it, with cheese, two slices. I've got a, a, a public service uh, message. Um, if you're on a three-year ban, and um, part of that three-year football, and coincided with COVID, so no stadiums in the ground, no travelling, da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. that don't affect your band. They're not going to extend it. So your band's finished. That's part of your band. There's no extending it. So if your band finished at the end of lockdown, you're free to travel to Europe. Get your passport back for the police station and off we go. Funny you should say that because Andy Sheldon, a West Ham police officer, mm. uh, just tweeted. On this very subject, similar subject, if you're subject to football banning order, you will be receiving a passport surrender letter in the next few days. Yes. Passports yeah. must be handed in on the yeah. 13th of September, ahead of yeah. West Ham visit to Zagreb on the 16th yes. of September. Did you know that? That's correct. Oh, no, well, you answered it. Yes. You said, question, question <laughs> yeah, for a friend. Awesome. Does the banning <laughs> yeah. order get extended due to COVID? Nope, as Amanda says. No extension. Yeah. What, what, what? Yeah. So it was a it was a question for a I don't know about friend family member, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Believe me, I can tell you, you'll need to know about football banning orders. I can also tell you that if you're based in East London, they 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 stopped doing it at your local police station and made no matter where you lived, you either had to go to Lehman Street in the city or Romford to surrender your passport. It's not really, you know. Mm. Your balance, lost it come under, your balance system has come under uh, scrutiny. Oh, was it? Why? Well, Mark um, messaged the club saying, one question, why is there a 10% ballot for Leeds by your own sliding scale, as devised by Nigel Khan and a, a SAB OSB <laughs> ticketing subgroup? It should be 7%. I don't think he said that. And it should be say, what? 7%? Well, it does say sliding scale. That basically, if there's 3,000 tickets, it should be 10%. If there's 2,500, oh, it's 7%. If it's under 2,499, it's 5%. If there's under 2,000, there should be no ballot. What what was it? 2,900, wasn't it? Leeds, uh, Leeds um, so games. Under, so if that's the case, then it should be 7%. Mark is right. They're the rules you set, Nigel. Well, uh, can I just point out, I didn't... I was, Said was is that I, I I didn't actually say if it's two thousand nine hundred ninety nine tickets you did, only you did give seven sliding ballot though didn't you I did suggest a sliding ballot yes I did or as we call it I Nigel's law now <laughs> yeah I'm sure someone's called that uh, anyway Twitter yeah 
Twitter. Uh, actually, no. Nothing well, on Dan, Twitter. ask the question. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm laughing at my dog goal. Could have hit that burger in the time. You, you might have some time, because we're only at uh, one hour twenty. You might have some time to finish the kitchen. Uh, he, does yeah. need to, he does need to cut his thumb up into smaller divisions. Yeah. I'm a busy, on, busy man. Oh, did Sean... Here we go. I knew it was here. It is, it's... Uh, uh, I, I, if 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 Twitter were giving out fan logos, and you'd be top fan, and thirty one sixty forty forty three forty two H, uh, that's two hours ago. Name and yeah, an so that, avatar. Yeah. Come on, man, yeah. for fuck's sake. Let's see what you look You've like. Got no idea. Um, I mean, oh, uh, we'll talk about shinies next. We need to advertise your website. Because uh, I, I want to tick that off on Woody Bingo. Uh, did Sean ever get to the bottom of that website with all the third kits shirts last yeah, that's dodgy. season? That's dodgy. Or have you been too busy taking his new pet to dog orgies? No, 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 no. No, it was dodgy. Uh, they did get a sample and it was poor quality Chinese one. Eminem obviously wasn't. Uh, and not to get the two mixed up. But but there was an inquiry uh, for legal reasons. So, I'm not allowed to discuss so it any further. Eminem are an official reseller. Then they are. But but how they got as much stock is is a matter of uh, contractual dispute between Umbro and West Ham. No, right, there you go. Uh, did Moon this the Moon get lost the, in the stadium? Move. You well, did actually, miss a question by the way because I read it earlier and I don't know why you didn't read it to me about. Um, it was a question. To me about Declan Rice and whether he was offered a. Um, oh no! Response. Let me go back. Yes, no, 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 no. Let me go back. I, uh, oh, you miss that dear. I don't know. We were talking. Yes, it's the the award winning. I'm gonna give him a bigger build up. It's the award wing winning. <sighs> Soul singing superstar Tenere. of Tenerife. Yeah, you missed him. Michael Levy Jr. I can't believe Mike. I apologise. I see it earlier. Totally forgot to read it out. But he is the award. He's won the award as the top soul singing superstar of ten, of Tenerife. We, you told us this more. before, yeah. Have I? What that he won an award? He's actually won an yeah. award. Yeah, a person. Yeah. Nothing uh, we've ever yeah. done. Well, actually, tell a lie. We won a Lenny once. But apparently that was a fix. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> don't go there again. No, uh, weren't uh, fix. I weren't a fix. At least 25 people voted for us. No, um, eight. <laughs> eight. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funny thing about it. All, the all, all our listeners. The oh, look, 100%, was... vote, 100% of our listeners yeah. voted for us. Fucking hell. Oh, dear. Anyway, ask the question. I've, I've got more than that, didn't I? I all from Sunny Ted Reef, <laughs> he says. He's getting very busy, people. You can see him at the Calypso Bar on a Saturday. Always busy. you got to book a Calypso Bar. Uh, can you set the record straight? Was Declan Rice offered a new contract with a release course? Uh Michael don't think it's true. And if he does go, that money could buy a replacement like Bissouma, whoever he is, a top striker and a left back. So Bissouma's a top striker and a left back. Well, Let's separate uh, this question we're all good into two elements. Go on. Has Declan Rice been offered a new contract? Yes. Has that contract 
offered to make him the richest, most expensive player ever in the history of West Ham. Yes, as I said last week. Does it have a release clause? No, it does not. Now, this is nothing new. He's been offered contracts over over a year now. Um, I know the papers like to say it's been rejected three times. I'm not sure it's been rejected. What the club have done was made him a number of offers and his representative haven't replied. Is that a reject or is that just a, not an answer? But, um, yeah, he has been offered a third different amount, but no, it does not include a uh, a release clause. Hmm. Oh, okay. Right. Anyhow, that's it. Um, no. Hello, everybody. Oh. It says Darren Molan. You forgot another one. Uh, it's, it's Dazzler. No, he's just caught it. Oh, You're right, lucky, okay. Dad, because if he hadn't pulled me up about the soul singing stupid I'd tell you, we wouldn't have got in. But anyway, Dad's always, and at the end of the day, this is a man that worked on the front line through the pandemic, so the man gets his questions read out. I oh, know, we've clapped and done it. Pan rap, you, know, you know. You, you clapped Dad's did you? Yeah, yeah, Ooh. on a Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. You know, all that. Oh. He's a Wolverhampton out of town. I'm glad you recognise that, Dad's. The Wolverhampton is out of town. Uh, he, he loved the reception England players received taking the knee with not only clapping but also cheering uh, he's got a question with some metal keepers on our books which one would serve up the best pie and mash keepers, uh, I reckon Randolph yeah goalkeepers with so many goalkeeper books which one would serve up the best pie and mash um, I'd go to Randolph yeah well or Martin no Martin it's got to be David Martin hasn't it oh yeah so I forgot about old Dave do you know what? Goalkeeping legend. Let me tell you a funny story. You know we're going to submit out of 25. Well, you, you keep saying that, but not one of them been funny yet. So so you have to have eight um, homegrown players. As you Goalkeepers? Know. Huh? Oh, right. Well, no, go on. we've actually got nine because we were hoping to get rid of Randolph, but it didn't come off. No one came in for Randolph. But we have... Do you, can you name the nine homegrown players? A little bit of trivia here. Why is no Randolph homegrown? Well, he's Irish. He's not. He's homegrown. No, I think it's, so. Obviously, Randolph, then David Martin. That's two. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Declan Rice. Three. Mark Noble. Four. Uh. Criswell. Five. Antonio. Uh, Fredericks. Six. Seven. Yeah, Fredericks. Um. Uh, uh, one more then. I don't know if Pablo Fornells would be classed no. as homegrown because he what came very right young. Back? No. The right back. Who? Oh, oh Dawson. Dawson is another one. Well done. That's eight. Oh, You're Dawson. missing one. And by the way, Ben Johnson doesn't count ben because he's, right. he, he wasn't 21 on the 1st of January. So although he's 21 now... He wasn't 21 on the first January this year. He's homegrown though, right? He is homegrown, but he doesn't count. Yeah, but he's homegrown over 21, because then the 21 don't matter. Yeah. So homegrown oh. over 21. Uh, Bowen. Yes, there you go. Well done. Thank you very much. All, 20, all, all nine. Um, we only need eight. Yeah. All right. Sean, we've got a question for go you. On. Quite a good one, actually. How do you stay so calm with such criticism from fans, whether justified or not? 
because he enjoys it. I'm quite a calm person, even in in you know adversity or it 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 doesn't. You know, I've I've learned maybe the hard way to have a very thick skin. It's not personal. You know, people who say stuff on Twitter and uh, through the anonymity are not likely to say that to your face. You know, I can honestly say I've never had a bad time at the bowling ground or the London Stadium in all the times of the game where someone, you know, gives me a hard time over something I've said or done. <sighs> John thinks that my day will no, come far. one day, but let's see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there was one dodgy time though. Let's not get oh, that yeah, wrong, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that, yeah. that was a, a particular case relating to. Yeah, to yeah. But anyway, the less said about that, the better. Yeah, we'll move on. Uh, Selene. Yeah. He's gone. Space nineteen ninety nine or Bagpuss. Uh, these were my early morning Sunday oh. treats on BBC One Bagpuss. back in the seventies. Yeah, back push was like lunchtime. Yeah, I remember space. The airfix, the airfix model was taking off. Yeah, were hilarious on space. That wasn't a Jerry Anderson thing, was it? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Who did Thunderbirds and all? Yeah. It it was. No, 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 no. It wasn't puppets. I know it weren't puppets. It's still the same geezer though. Puppet. Oh, I don't think right, it was. Check that while I read that question for, because it's quite a good question. How much of an impact the hundred have on women's sport, and do you think the WSL will benefit? Oh, Tell you, Deslaw. It was Jerry Anderson. Thank you Sorry. very much. Right. Uh, so, how much impact did, did do either of you watch cricket for a start? Yes. Right. No, not okay. really. So that's just done. Right, so Lynn. Right. So, Sean, it. do you watch cricket apart from what your son's playing in? Yes. Do you watch... Right. So do you watch any of the 100? I watched a little bit of it. I, I didn't watch a lot of it, mm. but I watched a little bit of Did it. Did you watch any of the women playing? Funny enough, um, I, I do watch David Cross's daughter sometimes, and I know she commentates. She was commentating. What's her name? Uh, Katie Cross. Kate. Oh, all right, well done. All right, no, I'm just testing it. Do you have an answer then? What was the question? Do you think that the uh, how much of an impact the 100 had on women's sport? And do you think the WSL will benefit? I don't, do you know what? I don't, I don't know if I do have an answer on that. I mean, I think women's sport is becoming big. And I'll tell you what, at grassroots as well, because my son plays for Leatherhead Cricket Club. And his school. And there's a far more women now at the grassroots at club level, you know, playing with, with the boys as well. You know, not mm. not just women's teams, but, you know, we often come against, um, you know, Surrey clubs, cricket clubs. My, my son's under 14s. Uh, he's 14 years old. Play against with women in their team. And I tell you what, they're really good cricketers. So I do think like football... Women's cricket is coming of age, and and more young women are, are getting into cricket. That mm. wasn't your question, but that's my answer. No, I, I mean I'll answer your question. I, I, as such, it's, it's whether it have a bearing on women's football. Women's 
cricket is coming on leaps and bounds. Um, I, as a spectacle itself, I, I found it as entertaining uh, as the men, to be honest, watching it. And it was good seeing uh, the, the, the format where the same women's teams played first and then the men's teams played yeah. after. Um, I, I won't lie, obviously, the, the men's are more entertaining because they strike the ball harder and faster and bowl the ball faster as well. But the, 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 when you look at what the women did, it was just as entertaining in the, in the way it was playing. So I think benefit. In regards to women's football, I think the new contract with the BBC is possibly the biggest thing for women's football. Um, football can survive not being on terrestrial TV because of its popularity or men's football. Women's football should never have been on a pay-per-view channel because um, you need people at grassroots and, and people to be able to have easy access to it. So therefore, having a game every week on the BBC... Um, perhaps there should be, I don't know, uh, perhaps after match of the day, they should have had, oh, this is where I'm going to go. Well, they do, actually. They should have had women's match of the day. I don't know. Um, it, it's quite possible I was talking with someone this week about maybe going down and watching some of the women's games at Dagenham. Um, perhaps, uh, you know, I need do to you, do you reevaluate. Have a, do you follow Essex cricket? Are you, like I'm a, yes, sorry, I, uh, a, I like to watch. So yeah, I, 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 I followed. <coughs> um, it looks like I think that we're going to win the division two. Um, I think we were relegated last season after being the county champions. I must admit, I followed them massively when I was a kid with the likes of uh, Grand, which John Lever. Um, uh, who else was there? Oh, blimey, the names escape me now. Um, Fletcher was playing before before he retired and became England manager. Um, there was a few others. There was a Scottish geezer who played. I used to go to Wilford and watch them. I used to go to Chelmsford, Riverside, watch them. Essex. The one thing I found about the move to the stadium that got killed in the first bid, I'm disappointed in, is that Essex were going to play um, one day or 2020 cricket at the London Stadium. And I'm disappointed that hasn't happened. Mm. Um, well, you know our the, cricket ground obviously is not in Surrey, so Surrey cricket ground. Is well, a you say it's not in Surrey, but what you got to remember, we've um, well, it's in Kennington, the, which is still you, part of London. You've got to understand the makeup of London and how it was formed. London itself originally was the area which we know as the City of London, across the River Southwark was a totally different city or area, technically. Hence why it had its own cathedral. Yeah? Southwark, I believe, is Kent, but that's the boundary. And then past Southwark, you was into Surrey. So Kennington, where Novel is, was part of Surrey. Obviously, Lords is the home of Middlesex. Middlesex don't exist. Mm. It did when cricket was started. Middlesex was a county. Hence why everything from the River Lee westwards, north of the River Thames, was Middlesex. And Essex started at the River Lee. So West Ham, yeah. for all you people, going, eh, we're an Essex football club, not a London football club. 
Should they miss six on that badge? It's possibly got a point because in 1900, West Ham was a well, the county, county borough of West Ham. The county borough was, was a yeah. <laughs> no, was Essex. Essex, fair so enough. yes. Mind you, our county hall, although they've sold it now, is actually in Kingston, which is a London borough. So Surrey County Hall, which oh right, is the well Kingston upon Thames though is weird because you get in. It's all to do with the Metropolitan Act, isn't it? At the end yeah. of the day, it's what brought. You know, Dagenham and Barking and Dagenham's Ilford, Ilford's Essex, but it's London Borough Redbridge, Barking and Dagenham's Barking and Dagenham, but it's just Barking Essex. When I was a kid, Barking Essex. It was the start of Essex to me. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, are we done? That's it. Right, I don't think there's anything else. Oh, you wanted to do a quick promo on Shinies, and then uh, we're finished. Oh, actually, I've got a Shiny. Uh, Alan Day quickly says... Uh, good start this season. If PAR successful, would Sean then become anti-bold? Would you go on the march? Yeah, pie out, pie out. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, and would we start a new catchphrase, Cotty out? No. Oh, <laughs> poor And Last right. up, because he's, he's in the country uh, on his year sabbatical from Canadia. It's Palumi Ogilvy. We do love the Palumi. From 19th to 2nd in three games, Moyes is doing a masterful job. There you go. Right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh. Alan Day, you, you've just commented, Alan Day, nine minutes ago on last week's question. I can't believe I read that out. You should have been disallowed. Uh, anyway, got to go. Got, you a, go. got a date at nine o'clock. Um, right. Cool. Chinese, go to canningtown.lem, order one. It will sort itself no, out. Let's wait to... Com. Uh, canningtown.com canningtown.com I've got a dilemma for you on the shiny go on you ready go on would you do a Tottenham one would I do a Tottenham one yeah of course you would yeah yeah I suppose so I hear you doing one for um, uh, Huey Boy Oh, yeah, I forgot about that phone call. Oh, yeah, I forgot we asked. Oh, yeah, I do remember we asked on there, yeah. He didn't want him himself on it. He wanted... him. Did he want you on it, Sean? He's had a portrait, Sean, to be honest. Huh? I forgot yeah. to tell you that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Is it a and top ball? remember they've got curry in the fridge. Oh. Fucking anyway, marvellous. That's it. Uh, we're at 99 minutes. Uh, I didn't think. We were, we were about to finish at 90, and we've sort of crept another nine minutes in. Well, look. I could get one more minute out, well, because I've just found my Essex County Cricket oh, Club at, which oh. is autographed by the players. Unfortunately, they must have all been doctors because I can't read appointment. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't read their autographs, on, no, but still. Um, I've, I've been Sean. Nigel has been. Um, testing out that theory. It's not working. And uh, <laughs> Len has been. Anticipating <laughs> dinner. Oh, oh, quickly. Um, oh. Prediction for Spurs, uh, Spurs. Oh. Saints away. 1 0 West Ham. 1 0 West Ham. And Nigel. Uh, I'm going to go 2 1 West Ham. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. Ah. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. 100 minutes on the nail. See you next week. Cheerio. Ciao.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 